This segment is brought to you by Gunslinger's Dark Money Emporium. Do you have a business or project? Do you not have a business or project, but want money anyway? Then you need a powerful friend. You need Gunslinger's. For a small percentage of your gross take, a GDME representative will spring into action, putting you in touch with a guy who knows a guy who works in the governor's office. After that, one of our highly trained bagmen will visit you directly to hammer out the details. And once that's done, you're going to need a forklift for all that fucking money. Don't have a plan? No worries. If you're able to pay $1 million up front, gunslingers will fabricate your expenses for you. Wells in a faraway desert? Great idea! Who's going to check if they're even built? Saving animals is always a winner. Hell, we could save money using old Sarah McLaughlin footage. It's a well-kept Hollywood secret that she produced over three hours of sad dog videos. So much to choose from. And that's just the ideas we're giving away for free. Imagine the dastardly shit we'll come up with if you hand us a stack of cash. To schedule services, use a burner phone to dial 976-7243. That's 976-PAID. If you're paying up front, use code word CTE. We'll know what you mean. Any emails or text messages regarding Gunslinger's Dark Money Emporium and or projects or our involvement in said projects will nullify all agreements. This money is definitely for poor people and should not be diverted. GDME is an equal opportunity grifter. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Glad to have you with us, and thank you for those reviews. They help a ton to get our name out there in front of folks like this one from Jake Bowen, who says, Great! He even used an exclamation point. One of my favorites, I always learn something new. Well, thank you, Jake. I'm glad we were able to teach you about random fullbacks and how to fight off a seagull. I promise you'll learn more cool shit if you just stick around. Here's a fun fact. The Dallas Cowboys are the only team that didn't score a touchdown in week one. See, there you go. Or how about this one? Kickers, since 2004, have made just two of 27 field goal attempts from 64 yards or more. Here's another cool sports fact. Russell Wilson had 29 situations in which he was facing a fourth and four, fourth and five, or fourth and six. He's converted 20 of those. So there's a little math for you, too. Oof. That fucking Nathaniel Hackett, what's his middle name? Can't. Anyway, <laughs> it's a beautiful day here in the good land. We've got uh, the boys are here. Angela's off doing, I don't know, interior decorator stuff, probably. She's She's got a lot of uh, a lot of plates spinning, that lady. So, anyway, without further ado, it's a big day here at Patriot Sports. We are among greatness, ladies and gentlemen. For right here on this show, we can now say that we have the master of mulch, the crabgrass conqueror, the vertical stripe god, and Yukon, Oklahoma's people's yard of the month champion, Coach C. Hell How yeah. Feel? How does it feel to have a grassroots gorilla sort of event take place to get a to get a sign on your lawn? The people have spoken. Let me, let me just tell you, this deal is kind of taking a life of its own. It This started out with a me giving a rant about the HOA and then we ended up with, uh, I guess, you know, I, somebody put it on Facebook and then it ended up, uh, somebody, I guess got tired of hearing me gripe about it. So they printed off a sign in their garage and stuck it in my yard. And now, you know, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and claim it as the people's yard champion here. And, and, okay. and maybe it's, uh, the unofficial title in my neighborhood. I don't know, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and claim the W and I'm, I'm going to mow today and, and then I'm going to stick that thing right back in the front of the yard until they yeah. tell me I got to take it down, which I assure you a letter is probably coming that we can't have unauthorized signs in our yard. So, but you know, before you mow, you should probably just pop that top off and really do a victory lap. Yeah. Shirtless. Absolutely. I mean, the only, I, I really did consider maybe an El Camino on blocks or something of that nature, <laughs> you know, to really just go ahead and, 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 and show my gratitude. But no, they, you know, I, 
I don't know. Hey, I'm happy that somebody recognized my rant and, and enjoys my lawn that much. And, you know, the real winners here are the, this is the neighborhood itself. You know, it's just every time I come in, it's, you know, it's just like Pleasantville over here. So uh, good for them. They get to drive by and see it. I enjoy giving back to the neighborhood, the eye candy that I provide. <laughs> Anyhow, good talk. Yeah. Right. Well, we're amongst giants here on the podcast. Oh, I, I can't. I can't. I can't wait. I can't. Can't wait till uh, they probably uh, have to officially recognize me in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> uh, the people have obviously spoken. The only thing left is a billboard or something of that nature, which yeah. I'm sure is in the works. Be like Roger uh, Goodell and Tom Brady sharing a picture with the Lombardi Trophy after uh, his probation. Some some sort of. Uh, you know, drunken pass on the lawn, something like that. I don't know. You're taking over the signage at the at the local schools. I mean, this is a big deal. <laughs> well, they, yeah, they. Somebody at my school saw it on social media and slapped it on a billboard in front of my school, and I was like, "Wait, this is this is eerily resembling a Ferris Bueller water tower display." I, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to get that far into it here, but that's kind of where this is headed. So, anyhow, oh. Safe, safe Ferris. Excellent. Well, not to bring everybody down, but I killed us in the Survivor Contest last week. I ran some errands. I forgot my phone at home. I didn't think it would be a big deal. I thought I'd be home for sure before kickoff, but I was behind every person who has nowhere to go the entire way home. Um, even Waze was off. Just five over. An average of five over would have gotten me home in time. But regardless, by the time I got home, everything was locked, so we couldn't take Baltimore. As we had discussed, oh. who goes 47 in a 55? Hey, the average age you. of the driver in front of me is 96. I swear to God. If you're, getting, <laughs> if you're getting out, if you're getting out on a Saturday or Sunday, you just need to go ahead and, and plan on those are the people that don't, they're not sports people. So, mm -hmm. so Saturday and Sunday is your, is, is everybody who literally wants to spend and take up as much time as they can because they don't oh. want to be at home for whatever reason. The world yeah, doesn't move fast on Saturday. They're looking Sunday. at the corn. That's what they're doing. They're, they're driving on a suspended license. Yeah, without yeah. insurance. Or they're they're waiting for the Amish to pull out in front of they're just how, yeah. where how tall is the corn? How uh yellow are the beans? Are we ready for harvest? Well, let's take a Sunday drive and find out. Okay, because the whole <laughs> That's time the I Midwest. was thinking, yeah. The whole time I'm thinking, house, don't these people know there's a kickoff in five minutes? Like what? Watching <laughs> the clock turn from 11:59 to 12, I felt physical pain when that happened. Not being yeah, on I, my couch. I, it's it, those are not sports people, and when you're out amongst non-sports people and you're trying to speak sports, goodness, those are people that plan weddings on Saturdays in October. Oh, yep, I mean, yep. That's the that's those people. That's that crowd. The yep. leafers. Fall weddings are beautiful. Let's have it in October. Said my no one in the is, state of Oklahoma uh, ever. Ever. My wife is Don't from do Iowa. It. She's a corn girl. The corn was high. We're having our wedding September 5th. What the fuck? Yeah. That is opening day. That was 2015. Yeah. That was opening day. Oklahoma State's kicking off at noon. Ridiculous. September 5th, 2015. Are you kidding me right now? Well, I, mean, I said, that's great. We're going to do this wedding on September 5th, college opening day. But your anniversary for the rest of your life is fucked. And that's yep. how this is going to go down. I was yeah. just going to say, once every seven years, you're looking at a Saturday anniversary. You're putting and that, then a Sunday yeah. the next year. That's where you set the bar. That's, that's an uphill okay. climb. We'll do that. You want to you go ahead and start out there? Fine. Fine. You're not giving my yeah. Flintstones glasses, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so i talked to our good buddy moon off and he let us pick a late game but we picked the wrong one we picked the denver broncos should have been right though should have been right it so felt good john pick. the pick felt good yeah i turned on sunday night football and started reading the 12th man signs and i went shit yeah we yep. are effed we These underestimated headhunt we underestimated yeah. how much they do not like him up there. No, not only they do not like him, man, they they play. They came to play. Yes, they did. Yeah. Anytime you yeah. see the uh, highlighter uniforms, be mm -hmm. leery. At home, yep. woo, that's a good look, by the way. I like it. <laughs> yep. First time However, I saw it, I was like, oh, my gosh. And now every time it's on, on, I'm like, oh, oh my. If you're, if you're going into Seattle and you see the highlighters, be, be leery. 
Well, that's that's just a human response. I mean, they look like the frogs that you can't lick because you'll be on acid or something. It's just a human biological (laughs) response. Don't touch. Don't (laughs) touch. It's in your DNA to be afraid of something like that. It's like the Eagles all black uniforms. That's true. (laughs) It's just frowned upon. Exactly. However, luckily for uh, myself, so I won't get killed, um, Will Disley scored the first touchdown. Shout out SGPN. They they handed that one out. Boy, a lot of people were on that, too. I think we did actual damage with that one. 32 to 1. So on five bucks, I won like, I don't know, 160, something like that. So I was able to purchase us a new entry into Survivor 2.0, which is fewer people. I'm not sure how many people, but we are once again alive. And more good news. If you work for a shift and you enjoy college football, a lot of us check both those boxes. I do. This will make your day or at least your afternoon. They're backing off the start time by an hour. You can watch the game now. It's going to kick off at 6.30. You can watch the whole thing and still make it to work in the morning. ESPN will televise this season's college football playoff national championship game on Monday, January the 9th at Los Angeles SoFi Stadium. On Thursday, the network revealed an update start time for the title clash. The next game will kick off at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, so 6.30 our time, 4.30 California time. That's quite a compromise. Nobody works in California. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) Or if they're all all working remote because (laughs) they're still sheltering in place. (laughs) Is there any electricity out there They're still on shelter in place. (laughs) Uh, my, my, they don't even know if they're sheltering in place over monkeypox or COVID anymore. They just know they can't I think leave. of California. Shelter think of- in place and don't turn on your electricity. <laughs> yeah, don't also water that. No water or in drink. your lawn, no California. No no electricity. Or run your dishwasher. Anyway. Can I just say really quick as a HVAC guy, I never laughed so hard as Governor Newsom standing up in front of the, the nation and saying, wake up early and pre-cool your home. Like, look, motherfucker, that's not how that works. That's not <laughs> a thing? The sun comes out all day, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a guy that who believes in long. science, though. If we believe yeah. in science. Just run her down to 30 degrees <laughs> and by 7 o'clock. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> here, dude. Yeah. What does that even mean? Pre-cool your home. No. Fucking Pre-cool. liberal logic right there. As Pre-cool. a ginger who's always had an ad. No, some people were probably in California waking up at 4 in the morning like, let's get her done. Let's yeah. probably cool this son of a gun. 100%. They <laughs> yeah. think it makes sense. <laughs> you know, um, as a ginger who's always had an adversarial cars. relationship with the sun, I, I, yeah, I can see that's bullshit. you got to combat that thing all day, every day with shade <laughs> and air movement and preferably dehydration of that air. Cowboys are down there cowboying. They called old Jason Peters out of retirement, and he is not looking in football shape either to play left tackle if needed. Now Dak is having surgery on his broken thumb. I think they're cooked. It'll be six to eight mm-hmm. weeks before Prescott comes back. It sounds like Jerry is going to be on his ass rushing him back. I'd say there's a good chance he yeah. comes back before he should. But Jason Peters was probably on a boat off of Maui catching a marlin drinking Coronas three weeks ago and thinking he's retired. And now he's practicing? Uh I mean, sure, it's the Cowboys, but I almost feel bad for him. All that preparation, and then your quarterback smacks somebody's helmet wrong. I think he did it twice. The worst part is Colin Kaepernick isn't quite old enough to not get brought up every time a quarterback gets hurt. But I do look forward to that day. Yeah, It's happening with Josh Gordon. We're finally starting to not hear that whenever a wide receiver goes down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that, guy, that guy had more chances... More chances at the league than anybody in the history of the world, Gordon. It was he was a yearly, yeah. a yearly great great hope. But his crimes were not egregious, but they were just so consistent. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, buddy. I think it's safe to say the guy has a problem. <laughs> yeah, he's got. Hey, he's got issues. so so does Jimmy G look pretty? Uh, appetizing up in San Francisco now. If you're the Dallas Cowboys, it only took what half a game, yeah, for that to come up. I believe that you'll see Mason Rudolph trot out a, in a star star head Ooh. before uh, before the end of the season. I think that's going to happen. Is there a better 
ship to watch take on water than Dallas nope. ever. <laughs> I mean, it's, I was really, it's the I, greatest thing saw, ever. Usually we have to wait till about week eight, but they, they've gone ahead and did it early this year. They went ahead and rolled out the red carpet <laughs> with the drama in week one, and I love it. I, I love watching it. I, I told Eric before the show, I said, if you're in Dallas right now and your name's Mike McCarthy, you might want to go ahead and start packing because you got limited amount of time. You're 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 yes. literally the on, on on about to get voted off the island here. It's gonna happen. It's coming down yep. the pipe, what, and it and it just seems to get worse every week. I love it. The as a, a do it as a Dallas Cowboy hater, which I am, and a uh, podcast producer. The first headline I saw was Colin Kaepernick to Dallas, and I was like, Oh God, please, yes. Please, yeah. God, yes. That is so much content for us. I was like, Coach, we'll have a heyday. John, this will be great. Hey, yeah, We'll just play it very straight up. Coach will break down the game film, and that'll be that. Like, uh, you could be like Mike Martz. Boy, Mike Martz is appointment television now. This guy does not hold back, and he has the he resume. He is a caddy bitch. He has the resume to be able to say things like, uh, well, per Mike... Michael Lombardi, you know, he says that Mike March developed Mark Bulger. He pulled Kurt Warner off a off a grocery store. So I listened to Michael Lombardi explain how Mike March knows football. He knows quarterbacks better than almost anybody on the planet. And he has the resume to be able to say things like um, Justin Fields less than remarkable would be just about the nicest thing you could say about him. Um, and then he said, when you have a quarterback, who can't do anything at all, and the defense shuts him down for a half, you kind of lose hope. I mean, I wouldn't say he can't do anything at all. That game was disgusting. Um, he didn't He didn't really hold back on Trey Lance either. He said, I've never seen anything encouraging about this kid at all. He looked like a fullback stumbling around out there trying to run with the ball. I mean, tell us how you really feel. I didn't watch a lot of that game. I didn't get the impression that Trey Lance looked like a fullback. I did see him, uh, as the kids say, making it rain on them hoes uh, the night after the game or maybe two nights after the game. So he's he's still living his life. Neither quarterback looked good in that game. You can't really make a judgment, I don't think, on that one. Neither look. I don't, I don't think either will look much better this week, however. What do you defend your quarterback, John? What the fuck? <laughs> Where does Mike Martz get off? He just wants attention. He's just like Lewis Riddick predicting the Bears are going to be the worst team in the NFL, which I will continually bring up because he's being a little dickhead. Um, it's the same thing. These guys, they have to make a name for themselves. And Mike Martz's name was going pretty stale since uh, the greatest show on turf. So he has to just take jabs at people. It, another announcer took a jab at uh, – Drew Locke just standing on the sidelines. He's like, this is what Seattle needs. This guy standing on the sidelines because he sucks. And it's like, come on, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, we're seeing the uh, the people who aren't getting enough clicks starting to be a little bit more boisterous in their opinions, which is just it's football season. That's what we got. Like you said last week, if you're if you're going to be dumb, you better be loud. Yep. <laughs> Pujols closing in on 700. Angela would love to talk about this, I'm sure. Angela popped up in the group text last week and said, I predict Albert Pujols hits a home run tonight, and she's plugged into the planets and vibes and crystals and shit. So I ran over to the window at my bookie, and I put $5 on a Pujols home run, which paid 6 to 1. I said, are you kidding me? So I got 30, uh, 30 bonus American dollars on that. Thank you, Angela. I mean, that bald son of a bitch smacked one right in the cheap seats. She didn't call number 698, but what about this theory? What if you just bet on a Pujols home run every day, and every day he didn't hit one, you doubled your bet until he did hit one, because he's going to hit two more. It's going to happen. Certainty. It's going to happen. It's too bad I don't have such a bankroll. No. It's too bad. If there was still golf going on, I would. It would have that kind of money. Those plus money golf guys know what they're talking about. Speaking of home runs, if Mike Trout hit one, if Mike Trout hit one for seven straight games, but nobody was awake, would it even make a sound? You probably didn't know that happened last week because Rob Manfred is asleep at the wheel and has no clue how to promote his sport. I shouldn't call it his sport. It's our sport and he's ruining it. But yeah, <laughs> Mike Trout hit a home run seven games in a row last week. I had no I mean, idea. If Patrick Mahomes does that, the the media goes nuts. 
that's that's part of the whole a guy playing on in a time slot that no one ever sees that may be one of the greatest of all times, if not the greatest of all time. Great job, Manford. <laughs> yeah. Nice work, buddy. I got I got breaking news here on the Ring app. <laughs> they, do, they, do, do, do. Yeah, I mean, I, literally, <laughs> this, I just want to I just want to put this into a frame of reference. These are the people we're talking about. The 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 HOA people that I deal with here. The breaking news Has that it been just comes through on the Ring app. If you're posting on the Ring app at nine forty three in the morning, you got to take a long look at your life. Yeah, I mean, seriously, look at it. It's it's. I mean, vandalism, car turned around in my drive and people got out and turned over porta potty at the construction site (laughs) next door. People can be so hateful. I mean, that's that's going on at 940 in the morning. How dare they? (laughs) Some kids turned over a porta potty. We've got breaking news on the ring app. I mean, we're going to I want to I got to light that up, Mabel, and let everybody know. Let everybody know in in the neighborhood. Hold on to your cats. All right, move on. Sorry. I, I just want to say for the record, me and Eric are in the studio in Wisconsin. It wasn't you. We did you. not do that. Yeah. That was no, absolutely sure. something we would do, but we did not. Not I'm saying pretty I certain don't there's going to be a full-blown investigation and some people will be looking into this. I'm not saying that we're not on Team Tippers, but we were <laughs> but not that wasn't us. And we I did not perpetrate Big this. shout out to whoever wanted to throw that out at 943 in the morning. Thank you for the... Uh, Thanks, thanks for the you update. Get out a, you get are out now a dismissed. Pad, yeah, yeah, write the exactly. word priorities on top, and then just start listing things. And if, if ring doorbell updates are anywhere in the top 25, you need to look at that. <laughs> Mike Judge. Mike Judge also on track for 62 home runs. Did I say Mike Judge? Aaron Judge. You said Mike Judge. Judge. From King the of the Hill Beatles fan. and Butthead creator? He's on track. Damn it. I could hit 75 dingers if you give me the juice. Bob is crazy. I can't see Mike Judge at the plate with 37 pieces of flair hitting 65. Bobby, if you weren't my son, I'd hug you. Them boys were whacking off in my tool shed. (laughs) Propane is the bastard gas, Bobby. We don't use that in this house. (laughs) That's like a sports Mad Lib, Mike Judge. Speaking of Mad Libs, Dodgers fans probably. uh, But, oh. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that episode where he uh, he was buying he was unknowingly buying crack and using it to to fish with, and he kept catching the same bass over and over again. And it was such a great bait that he kept going back to the crack dealer, and the crack dealer was like, "I got it, I got it, what I got what you need." And he's like, "I, I need uh, some bait." He's like, "You call it bait? I like that." <laughs> And it takes him, of course, the entire episode to understand that he's been buying crack cocaine for his bass fishing. <sighs> episode hobbies. officially derailed. <laughs> yep. And the right, Dodgers, uh, due to an internal error announced by Major League Baseball on Monday, the Dodgers did not clinch their 10th straight postseason berth Sunday with their win over San Diego. Listen to this shit. I mean, talk about not in a million years stuff. MLB said it failed to account for a scenario in which the Padres, who are 20 games behind the Dodgers, overtake the Dodgers to win the NL West, and the Dodgers finish in a three-way tie with Milwaukee and St. Louis. I have a better chance at a three-way tie with Jessica Alba and Megan Lee Stallion tonight than the Dodgers, Cardinals, and Brewers have to all finish with the same record. Just how unlikely is it? The Dodgers would need to lose their final 23 games and the Brewers would need to win their last 21 for that scenario to come into play. But that's all over and done with. Dodgers won. They're in. That The point of this story is this. Champagne is for champions and champions only. Quit popping corks when you clinch a playoff burst. Yeah. It's tacky. And it cheapens every celebration after that. You're spraying champagne and then you you got to worry about a stat correction on Tuesday? No. Let's call in the baseball nerd. Uh, actually, if we lose every one of our games, shut up. <laughs> oh, oh, I'd love man. to see that conversation when the nerd told them. Gosh. Yeah, here comes it Buster Olney. <laughs> through our calculations, we found a scenario where the Brewers win 21 straight. Stop right there. Gosh. The Brewers can't win 21 straight. They're a fight. Maybe Somebody, so, so the Dodgers pop champagne for making the playoffs? Yeah. That's like popping champagne if you graduate grade school. Yeah. You're supposed to. 
You're supposed to. It's a legal that's a requirement. Kinder, that's the fifth grade graduation. Yeah, it's a legal I had the requirement same for high school in my house. Yeah, <laughs> what you're not supposed to do. Eighty-eight percent. Congratulations! You, you made the eighty-eighth percentile. Fantastic. You may you may pass go and collect two hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> or get a fucking penthouse in Stillwater. Well, I mean, whatever. Yeah. It depends yeah. on if you're a cunning hammer. Two twenty, two twenty-one. Yeah. Depends how you're rolling. I mean, if if that's the Things pinnacle of success, let's celebrate. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Somebody left their hot grill still burning in the parking lot at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami last weekend during the Dolphins-Patriots game. It started a fire that took out multiple vehicles. It was a mess. We, we got a new Allstate Mayhem commercial. Yes. yes. I it love was those a real-life Mayhem commercial. I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. You got people out there drinking and grilling. It's easy to forget about stuff. This is a great reminder, though. Put your charcoal out, out. Like, out. That, that is surprising, Eric, because I would say that if we go to the Brewers game, which we've been to a playoff, the last one we went to was a playoff game, and uh, I, 90% of, of, of fans are grilling in that parking lot. Yeah. Not one fire. I've never seen a fire. We've gone to a lot of Brewer games. Never oh. seen a fire. Wow. Nope. Pretty fucking irresponsible there, Miami. Yeah. Kansas City. Miami also isn't known for for tailgating. Like if you go to Chicago, Green Bay, this seems like something that would also happen in LA, where it's like, oh, I don't want my grill to get stolen. I'll just put it in the back of my car. Cut to my Subaru. (laughs) Fires everywhere. (laughs) I mean, they have signs in Chicago. Do not put your grill in your car. Subaru's taking strays over here. Super. Oh my god! <laughs> With a "Life is Good" sticker in the back. Yep. Let me, let me put it in the Dude. back of my out my Subaru Outback that I got right my my '92 Subaru Outback that's still running. Yeah. Yep. The AK-47 of vehicles. You just pour <laughs> sand exactly in the action, right. and they still go down the road. Yep. Uh, Kayak rack on perfect. Top. Dude Perfect has a Thursday night football simulcast on when Amazon forced us to watch Thursday night football. I saw that there was a there's the national broadcast. There's a Spanish broadcast. There's an analytical numbers broadcast. And there's a Dude Perfect broadcast. I had to watch it for a little bit just to see what these idiots are doing besides collecting a gargantuan check from Amazon. Of course, Dan Orlovsky was into it. So it's that it's Dan Orlovsky kind of vibe. Very family friendly. When I turned it on, they were trying to reclaim their record for longest blindfolded catch. It had to be 30 yards, and the guy had to be moving. Essentially, it's a guy walking slowly and his buddy hitting him in the liver and ribs with footballs for two straight minutes. It was, it was pretty fantastic. They did not reclaim their record. Um, this guy had a blindfold and a, and a football helmet on. My favorite part besides the liver shots was how the screen showing the dude perfect guys was twice as big as the window showing the actual football game. Mm-hmm. Um, rarely commenting on the football game. There was one dude standing there watching the screen who would announce big plays, but uh, I don't know. I'm not the target audience for the old DP, and that became very evident as they tried to paint a beautiful mosaic using game day condiments. Uh, it was at that point I turned it off. Ugh. That's all I got to say is, ugh. This is when TikTok gets involved in the NFL. It's yes. just sideshow after sideshow. People doing the floss dance. Do kids still do that 24-7 now? And PG versions of Jackass. Just play the game. The good thing about Amazon is that they put good stats and you can actually lock into more of what's going on. I, I liked the Thursday night viewing. It, just this other sideshow stuff is like, how much money can we try to make off the NFL by just being annoying? It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary is what it is. It's probably unnecessary to go over the Packers at Vikings game. You take that Miami flaming car, put it in a dumpster, roll it up to Minneapolis, and that would have, there you would have the Packers performance last Sunday. This weekend, they get the Bears, so hopefully some kind of get get their shit together situation. But say all that to say this while we're on the Packers. So Brett Favre is back to doing dumb shit with phones. We need somebody to be keeping an eye on old Brett as he ages. He's going to be wandering into hijinks and harebrained schemes all the time. Remember when the government 
in its infinite wisdom was just handing out money like there's an infinite amount while the old gunslinger got his net out and started scooping this is what i got from Mississippi today never before seen texts show former governor phil bryant tried to shepherd a proposal to use welfare funds on the construction of a new volleyball stadium for retired nfl player brett Favre. A project prosecutors have called a scheme to defraud the government. Bryant has previously denied any involvement with the project, which has emerged as the centerpiece of a massive criminal scandal in which prominent officials misspent or stole millions in welfare funds intended for the nation's poorest residents. How many concussions does it take not to know you shouldn't send evidence in a fucking text message? The texts show that the then-governor even guided Favre on how to write a funding proposal so that it would be accepted by the Mississippi Department of Human Services. Even after Bryant ousted the former welfare agency director, John Davis, for suspected fraud. When Favre asked Bryant how the new agency director might affect their plans to fund the volleyball stadium, Bryant assured him, quote, I will handle that. Long story, but had to make a change, but I will call Nancy and see what it will take, <laughs> according to the filing and a text forwarded to New. Nancy New is another woman, another person heavily involved in this. Um, essentially, it's a lot of people who denied a lot of things for a while, and now there's texts coming out that are proving that they weren't not only new, but were heavily involved. Um this Nancy New pled guilty to 13 felony counts and re 13 felony counts related to the scheme as Davis awaits trial. Um, neither Bryant nor Favre, the governor or the quarterback, have been charged with any crime. The messages also show that a separate $1.1 million welfare contract Favre received to promote the program, the subject <laughs> of many national headlines, was simply a way to get more funding to the volleyball project. So he was going to give these speeches and funnel that money or donate or give that money to the volleyball project which is the only borderline <laughs> i mean i guess that looks good on paper if you don't know where the money's coming from yeah but this money john was was intended for welfare recipients in mississippi who are living like below the poverty line correct <laughs> yeah i mean i listen to this for five minutes here and i'm all, all i can think of is why why in the world what for a volleyball stadium I mean, what, why are we why are we doing this? Why is Brett Favre give a tinker's damn about any of this? He's got all the money he wants in the world. Guy can get up in the morning, do anything he wants, and and he's getting involved in all this. I mean, why? What what's the what's the motivation there to do all that? I mean, is your this, do you not have enough? I mean, I don't know. It's just this is I'm not. It's just crazy. This I'm looks like, to me like the white collar version of drunk driving. Like the consequences far outweigh the benefits of even trying it. Yeah. What is what is the what was the the reward in this? You're gonna make make millions of more dollars than you already have. I mean, the I governor <laughs> who said he wasn't involved. It turns out they were gonna name the volleyball uh, facility after him. Oh my oh gosh! My <laughs> you need your name on a volleyball facility. You're in the Hall of Fame, bro. <sighs> I, I don't understand it. I just, he, he wasn't going to make money from it. It was his daughter's college that he also went to, and he wants to... Uh, it just... What makes you compelled to commit crimes to get a volleyball stadium built? Well, it's that's, just that's, strange. That's What's the motivation there? What's the reasoning behind that? That doesn't even seem I, logical. But also, no. Mississippi's the poorest state in the country, and we're taking welfare dollars from people to build something nobody wants. Oh, a college needs a volleyball stadium in Mississippi? Like, yeah, I mean, I, I, is, no. I mean, last time I checked, you don't need a volleyball stadium over food. Right. The only anything, no, the only cool to have one. Anybody's watching in Mississippi is a, some kind of women's volleyball. I don't know. I mean, speaking of no one's watching volleyball in Mississippi. Speaking of women's volleyball, the Wisconsin Badgers had the Florida Gators women's volleyball team come to town and they set the record for attendance at a women's college volleyball game at the Kohl Center. I wish I had the number for you. I'll look it up. I will tell you this, guys, as a you know, uh, volleyball is becoming um 
very popular right now, especially amongst amongst high schools around here, which is odd because I never thought I'd see them actually adding more programs after soccer, but they are. I mean, uh, a lot of a lot of high schools around here, especially the smaller ones, are now fielding volleyball teams, and and the OSSAA, you know, I mean, they have a state state champion every year, you know. Um, it is a growing sport, which is exciting for uh, for women athletes out there. It gives them another another avenue to, to get to college. I mean, some more Title IX money that goes unclaimed. So, I mean, it's it's a great road for for all women athletes to get involved with. But that it's exciting that they're starting new sports. I never thought I would see that, especially at middle school and high school levels, and and it's going on here in Oklahoma, which tells me that there's got to be a pretty good pretty good following somewhere i mean it's and it's fun to watch i mean uh, it yeah. is a fun sport to watch i found the number this from emily amen a former collegiate volleyball player and now big 10 network analyst and sideline reporter Sixteen thousand eight hundred and thirty-three are in attendance at cole center for the number four Badgers and the number 16 Gators, which breaks the previous record of 15,797 that was set by Nebraska and Creighton just last week. Okay, so this is a fluid thing. we got to keep fighting for this. we just got to keep selling out the coal center. All right, girl power. Good stuff. I think it's great great for women's athletes. While we're on records, Patriots have just been setting records for years. These fans, I mean, no Patriots fan under the age of what, like 35? has any clue what this is like to be, you know, sitting here with Mac Jones and the Matt Patricia experience. It is a bad one. These fans have been living a sedentary lifestyle of no sweat winning seasons for a long time. They don't remember what it's like to pace in front of the television for the entire second half. But I have a feeling they're about to be reminded. Word around the campfire is, I've been hearing this on Sports Talk Radio and various podcasts, um... And from Patriots fans that Belichick doesn't have the carte blanche that he once did where everyone in the Northeast thinks he's King Midas. People are starting to analyze and question his decisions because they're not panning out as late. If Matt Patricia doesn't turn out to be at least competent with the offense, he's going to have a lot of questions to answer that he'll answer curtly. But but he will have to answer them. I mean, is that, I mean, the NFL's the, a fickle group, man. I mean, you're riding high, and then all of a sudden you're not. I mean, we're week one. We're not week seven. We're week one. So, yep. I mean, they win this week, and he's back to, to greatness. I mean, that that I feel like that's the that's the the tidal wave that is uh, Boston sports in general. I mean, if if we're in week one, so I, to say that. The guy's lost his luster and he and he doesn't know what he's doing is a little bit harsh in week one. I, I don't I mean, I don't know what's Will saying on this. He's the big Patriot fan. He follows him pretty good, but I, I just don't he's, see it. I don't under I mean the guy's still great. It's they're gonna be okay. Let's not get carried away with how terrible the Patriots are after one week. They played Will's a pretty worried. good team last week, by the way. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's not one week. It was last year too. I mean, we, 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 we have some games to look at now. I mean, Will's not that worried. He talked me into Patriots minus two and a half on the Super Podcast. Well, I was going to say, I, I would I would be willing to bet that Will has a, a different take on this. And, and you don't win that many rings and not know something. So I, I would say to those people in the greater Boston area who are probably <laughs> tuning in right now, hanging on every word, just relax. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay. You're you're still gonna go 500 this year. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be fine. Oh, they get the Steelers. Mm. Yeah, they're playing the Steelers. Mike Tomlin, home dog. That's a dangerous spot. Where's it at? In Pittsburgh. Steel Country. Yep. They started so two two road games back to back. It's tough. Two hard road games. They'll write the ship. Foxborough is a tough yep. place to play, especially late in the year. Until proven otherwise, I'll trust Bill to write the ship. Yep. Bill All will right. write the Let's ship. I don't know that he owns the East like he used to, but he, he will write no, the he ship. he doesn't. Nope. All right. 39 minutes. Get to some college football. 
This segment is brought to you by Gunslinger's Dark Money Emporium. Do you have a business or project? Do you not have a business or project, but want money anyway? Then you need a powerful friend. You need Gunslinger's. For a small percentage of your gross take, a GDME representative will spring into action, putting you in touch with a guy who knows a guy who works in the governor's office. After that, one of our highly trained bagmen will visit you directly to hammer out the details. And once that's done, you're going to need a forklift for all that fucking money. Don't have a plan? No worries. If you're able to pay one million up front, gunslingers will fabricate your expenses for you. Wells in a faraway desert? Great idea! Who's going to check if they're even built? Saving animals is always a winner. Hell, we could save money using old Sarah McLaughlin footage. It's a well-kept Hollywood secret that she produced over three hours of sad dog videos. So much to choose from, and that's just the ideas we're giving away for free. Imagine the dastardly shit we'll come up with if you hand us a stack of cash. To schedule services, use a burner phone to dial 976-7243. That's 976-PAID. If you're paying up front, use code word CTE. We'll know what you mean. Any emails or text messages regarding Gunslinger's Dark Money Emporium and or projects or our involvement in said projects will nullify all agreements. This money is definitely for poor people and should not be diverted. GDME is an equal opportunity grifter. Nice. Texas Tech fans stormed the field. A Power 5 program beats a top 20 group of 5 team, a non-top 20 group of 5 team, in the University of Houston, who they were favored to beat, and the fans stormed the field. What am I missing here? You were supposed to win this game. It's Houston. What are we doing? Any reason to celebrate? His, uh, they, his they, do, they take the goalposts down automatically now. Yeah. That's some pussy shit, if you ask me. <laughs> you should go ahead and spring for new goalposts every week. <laughs> what, what are boosters State even would be for, broke. if not that? <laughs> Appalachian State would be broke. Appalachian State has don't, game day this week. Don't you dare schedule them early in the year. Don't do it. This Just a word to every AD that's in a big university, don't you dare schedule them early in the year. <laughs> they're, they're assassins. There was a sign early at game schedule, day that said, there was a sign mistake. at game day that said we took their 1.5 million and their game day. That hurts. <laughs> nice. App State. Where is that athletic article? Did we pause for station identification, or what? What are we doing here? <laughs> I'm trying to find the article about Arch Manning's visit. Here it is. Um, this athletic dollar a month subscription is the best dollar I spend every month. So somehow they got a lot of the numbers and the details about the visits for Texas recruits. Um, uh, obviously, Arch Manning had a had a five star visit. This was his official visit. I bet he did. Log in. <laughs> sure, he and had a good boy, time. Boy, they spent. I mean, they flew him in on a private jet. They had. <laughs> they didn't all even have got to buy to a timeshare at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the LSU game last week. We had a freshman. Looked like a freshman wander out on the field during a play. He wasn't running around like your classic streaker. This was more of a walk or a mosey, maybe a sachet. I don't know, but old buddy was casual as fuck about it. He didn't know he was on a football field. He looked like he was bird watching, not not trespassing. My money is on hallucinogens. Uh, the cop approached him, and it looked like he had a real snap back to reality. Probably gonna have to call the family moment and tried made a real weak escape. Escape attempt, and uh, he was cuffed, taken to a holding cell. Where, if you ask him, the walls were breathing and looking at him funny. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this dude was stoned to the bone for sure. College, college, That's college, baby. Woo! Don't, bl college, don't blame baby. that shit on stoners. That was LSD mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, it was that LSD, was some Aaron yeah. Rodgers blue moon shit. <laughs> blue of Earth, blue of Earth, probably. <laughs> yeah. How long until Blue of Earth starts taking shots? Hey, I don't know why she didn't take a shot last week. Two, hey, they lose to the Bears weeks. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they they drop one of the Bears. Blue of Earth will look like uh, definitely scorched Earth by the end of the week. That's yeah, she might change her name blue and purple. to scorched Earth. <laughs> scorched Blue of Earth. <laughs> I, I promise you, every tabloid, every 
every news writer in the Green Bay area will be dominating that that headline. Blue of Earth is the problem. Bring back Danica. <laughs> yeah, Danica. It's, it's not the lack of wide receivers. It's this chick. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's exactly. This chick did it to us. It's, it's yep. not that your number one wide receiver is a lizard guy. Nope. <laughs> Which, by the way, Danica, wow, still, still bringing it. Good yeah. job, Danica. Danica's always been a little sporty for my taste. That makes like one little, of us. Uh, I like a little more fenders on them, but, you know. And that makes one of us. She's possibly Ooh. too much car for me. I high found heat. the numbers uh, the for Arch Manning's man. Texas visit. According to receipts and expense invoices obtained by The Athletic via open records request, Texas spent nearly $280,000 for the mid-June weekend. Manning rarely speaks publicly about his recruitment, but through records, itineraries, interviews with other, with other attendees, and social media posts, posts, somebody worked their ass off and got all this information. Um, we got a pretty good look at the whirlwind situation. Friday, June 17th, 1, 1 to 2 p.m., they arrive, um, you know, in a private jet. And then they go to the Four Seasons Austin, where, uh, you know, Queen Elizabeth stayed when she was here. Uh, for recruits who built up an appetite traveling, UT spent more than 21000 on airfare, car service, and other travel expenses. Refreshments awaited. Uh, their, their rooms at the Five Star Hotel were full of their favorite candies. They all had a personalized cake, a bunch of gear. I mean... They were walking around looking like millionaires. They looked like NFL players walking around with all the gear and the, the Louis Vuitton bags. Um, and then it was time for the Instagram post, at which point they're worried about family and other recruits getting bored, waiting around to get their picture taken. And they they did, I think, eight or nine different locations at the same time. They had a barber shop. They were shooting in the tunnels at the stadium, on the field. And then they spent... They spent even more on, let's say, stadium arrival, staff introductions, photo shoot, and the, quote, Texas total package. After settling in, recruits shuttled to Daryl K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium, where they checked in, and they started doing their photo shoots. They spent extra money on a stereo system because they're worried about, they're worried about echoes if they played the the music the hype music on the stereos or the stadium speakers so they got an entire surround sound set up on the field because you might you know i want goddamn we can lose this goddamn fish if these if we got Blake Shelton bouncing around off of the fucking bleachers <laughs> i'm not losing this kid get me a goddamn stereo system on the field <laughs> and that's what they did they got infinite money down there uh, they got a $29,000 ice sculpture, because why not? Uh, $29,000 ice sculpture. Wow. My gosh. Yeah, we're having $70 glasses of Johnny Walker Blue. You know, it's the final receipt length rivaled that of your local CVS. This is just the, the dinner. After more than $6,000 worth of liquor, $756 worth of whores and d'oeuvres. Oh, hors d'oeuvres. A smattering of beer and wine, a 20% service charge, and a $2,400 rental fee. The pool bar tab came out to 11880 According to the University right, Handbook, can we stop all right there? purchases. <laughs> How much booze do you need to land a high school kid? That seems is- super shady. That's I mean, sketchy. I know it's not surprising, but we're just going to write this off as the NCAA, where it's like, well, we had to get his uncles drunk. Yeah. The booze is- at the ne- at the breakfast the next day was ten grand. Good they had the grief. balls to schedule breakfast for 9 a.m. Ten, ten no grand breakfast booze cruise. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, 6.30 <laughs> to 9.30 Saturday night. We're going out to dinner again. Attendees ate enough to get the meat sweats. 46 7-ounce lobsters, 34 bone-in ribeyes, 28 8-ounce fillets, 17 New York strips. You get the you get the picture. So that's how they get them. That's how they get you down there. Yeah. You wouldn't, well, I mean, the- America's in a recession, but, <sighs> but Texas, the University of Texas ain't. Hey, the the promise of a secure financial future for the rest of your life. Yep. I mean that's that's essentially what where we're at now. 
with the professionalization of college athletics. Full professionalization. And and the NCAA is just going, we told you. We told you. Told you so. Yeah, The yeah. NCAA had a shit system, too, but this one may, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> they, they, While we're in... Worst managed organization ever. Next to the NHL publicity tour. NHL. <laughs> I'm going to go of ahead course. and fire of a course. shot back at them. Don't think I haven't noticed, NHL. You still suck. <laughs> the NHL publicity tour. I love it. Uh, while we're in Texas, why is Texas A&M ranked? And, and, and mm-hmm. another question, why isn't App State ranked? What am I missing here? These two teams lined up last Saturday afternoon, and the Appalachian State Mountaineers won that fucking game. <laughs> App State coaching staff, by the way, put wooden mouse traps out all over the facility this week to remind players not to take the cheese, as in don't let all the pats on the back this week go to your head. But anyway, isn't A&M supposed to be great? Those who spend the most cash are usually the most talented. What are they doing losing to App State? Or is it just App State gets up for these games they get paid to play? I, I'm not sure, but today's game is going to be interesting as they uh, play Miami. Um, <laughs> who Who's the more overrated is the real question. That's, yeah. A&M this needs the- a win. A&M definitely needs a win. They need Gosh. Jimbo needs to put some fires out. Yeah. Badly. Yeah. Well, Jimbo. To follow that up with a loss to... <laughs> That'd be gross. No, that, that uh, would be a devastation. That would be... That would be... Yeah. Seats on fire. Just run to the exit. Chris sent us this one in the group text. Uh, Las Vegas is a really wonderful place, isn't it? The hospitality is unmatched. For example, there's a young lady named Ariel Ganja. Now, is that her Christian name? Probably not, but she strayed from the pl- she strayed from the flock a bit anyway. Ariel works at the Chicken Ranch out near Vegas, and she's just <laughs> over the moon about the Raiders coming to town so much so she that is. she's offering a fifty percent discount to all Raiders players' staffs or all Raiders players and staff. Yeah, players and staff. Okay, so Gruden is fucking pissed now, right? Because right after they start hiring all the most beautiful female executives in football, now they've got a... I mean, this is like getting fired right before the company Christmas party when they hand out the fat envelopes. That poor guy is, as the kids say, down bad. I found an article uh, that explains a little bit. The exclusive bundle also includes a free limo ride to the chicken ranch as well as a personal entrance to a private bungalow so those who redeem the deal can come and go in secrecy. Ganja tells us she hopes this turns into a business deal with the team and makes her the, quote, official sex worker to the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't know if it's my place to say or whatever, but we're looking for some, you know what I mean, business relationships, right? Is it so crazy to have an official pick? No. Oh my! Moving on. It's just we're a, it's just a, a recipe for disaster. <laughs> is this with is any this, organization? You're trying to get a Patriot Sports <laughs> Network official uh, intern kind of deal? Oh my gosh! Here? We're I think it would look better on paper if we called her an intern. Yeah. Have we gone? Have already, we gone to this we're level We're already now? making good ideas. Are we done with the swiping? It, this is uh, <laughs> our motto: is you need a guy, and I'm going to be that guy that says no. <laughs> John's drawing the I gotta line be the here, no sir. Guy. He got to be the no the guy. Line. He says no. Uh, John, he's also John's not married. He doesn't count. He just looks out his front porch and, and points to six and says, "Come up." Oh, we've got. It's not fair. We can't. We, yeah. we can't let him be a yeah, charge. John is so popper beautiful. He's got you more guys, options than I do. You guys we are could. just dying to have this snatched away from us, aren't you? <laughs> I love it out there. Eric snuck this in on the back door of the program <laughs> he here, hoping that hoping no I one would I notice. Sneak this and across the goal line, especially he's got he's yeah. got interviews lined up for two weeks, trying to get an intern going on, and John just shut him down in his prime. Just, uh, just no, Eric, no, that is so no. good. Don't think we didn't notice what you were trying here, Eric. But I love the effort. That is the old yeah. bird dog. You old bird dog, you you <laughs> snuck that in. 
under the under some stale Jimbo Fisher and <laughs> steak, you slid that right in there. And I'd be willing to yes, bet the I next did. the next story you're coming with is going to be a real burner, so no one doesn't don't think we didn't yeah. notice. I know. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's 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 actually the best one. It's the one we're ending on the Chick Fil A hero. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. How dare oh, you! I take, love this story. How dare you take a the Chick Fil A and try to taint it with your terrible yeah. agenda, sir? Yeah, yeah. I don't like we're the gonna... juxtaposition between sex worker and Chick Fil A, sir. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about I the pendulum was, swing, Jim? That was artful. You're about to go on double secret probation. Chick Fil A is all that's right in the world, and you just soiled it. <laughs> soiled the sanctity of Chick Fil A. Sex worker. Uh, you just said sex worker. That he said such a derogatory comment. I didn't comment. say it. I just said we were looking for her comment. Business relationship. An artist of her body, John. I did, I, let me go get my white robe out of the closet and look right at you in judgment, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yes. A woman. A woman down in Florida was getting her baby out of the car at a Chick-fil-A, probably going in to get one of those delectable chicken sandwiches, maybe some fries for the baby, who knows? She was unable <laughs> to do that. give a baby fries? Yeah, you know, they chew on the fries when they don't have teeth. Let's get the baby some waffle fries. What in the... You've never seen a baby chew a french fry? Are you kidding me? You've never lived Have you seen a baby chew a french fry. Oh, gosh. Get that kid some waffle cuts. come back. <laughs> Good uh, night. Yeah. Can I get, uh, so can I get one black coffee for my baby? <laughs> little salt, little taters. I don't know. You want a little Polynesian on that? On French fries. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he was not able to get those French fries uh, because a young man who was definitely not raised right ran up with a large stick and tried to carjack her. However, William Branch of Fort Walton Beach, Florida, a real piece of shit, did not account for the employee whose number one job is to make sure folks have a blessed day. That Chick-fil-A team member executed a nice two-point takedown and held old walking stick Willie there until police arrived. We even had a Karen yelling, how dare you, Adam, until everyone around her begged her to stop. <laughs> Just shut up. It was oh my classic gosh. internet. This is my pet peeve when a fight breaks out. All the guys are just like, awesome, let's watch. And all of the women are just screaming bloody murder. And it's like, shut up. We're trying to watch this fight. <laughs> Stop it. Get them off each other. No. This is how it's supposed to work. Yep. Let them fight. Let the They're boys out their fight. Differences. I've always felt like there's an unwritten hockey rule in that. Where it goes on till someone hits the ground. And then, okay, we're, we're going to go ahead and... And, and 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 separate it, but there needs to be at least a a good a good window there for people to get their licks in a little bit. Yeah, someone needs to get popped. That's Absolutely. for sure. There needs to be a lesson learned. Yeah, right, wrong, or indifferent. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I just I just noticed John no headband. Baker lost. Yeah. Where where is the headband now? Is it clean? Is it in a hamper? Is it okay? Uh, Did you burn it's, it? It's on my coffee table for when I play tennis. <laughs> Pop it on. <laughs> it's now a tennis headband. No, I didn't yes. have oh, it Sunday good. night either. I didn't have it because you guys Baker thinking lost. about this week with Baker. Oh man, man we wouldn't, we wouldn't have a podcast Giants? if we didn't talk a little Baker. That's true. <laughs> Baker at the Giants. I liked what I saw out of Saquon Barkley. Daniel Jones, not so much. I hate to see what Matt, can he Matt do Rule get run defense? in week four or five, but it's not looking good. He's trying to. Oh, yeah. He's, he definitely is trying to. That last week was a heartbreaker. I got to admit, Those the guy did one. all he could. He did all he could. And I, he did. I mean, he put the team on his back. He, 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 he cashed in when they needed him, but that defense, ugh. ugh. I just want to say for the record that uh, – there was a lot of people on Twitter and a lot of people around the fantasy community that was really low on Barkley. And our host, Eric, he said <laughs> it from the get-go. He's like, Barkley's going to be the guy. We can get him low. He, he he He's back. I got him in the second round. That's crazy. No, he just has to stay upright. That's the key. Yeah. Upright. His attitude is he's pissed off. You know, your classic uh, back-from-the-injury attitude. He's pissed off. He wants to prove people wrong. But he's also like a very, I don't know, he's exactly what you want 
if you're a corporate sponsor. Like he's got the beautiful smile, the positive attitude, the clean, you know, lifestyle and language. He's not out there swearing at people. <laughs> he's perfect. And now all he's got to do is not get hurt, and then he'll 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 win comeback player of the year. He'll probably score the most rushing touchdowns. I mean, I I may retire. I know I'll buy a Saquon Barkley jersey. That's what'll happen. All right, we're at an hour. Well, we can wrap this thing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We say it every time, but we truly do appreciate it. There's no corporation behind us buying advertising. It's just a dozen or so American workers dedicated to their craft. If you didn't listen, we wouldn't do shows. So just keep listening, and we'll keep doing shows. Deal? You know I found a review for the end, but only because Bildar365 sent it in. I'm not going to assume gender here. I'll just read what old Bildar wrote, which is, quote, I like this podcast. It's a wonderful podcast. See, that's all you have to do. A few words and the algorithm is satisfied. I'd love to read yours, too. Just send it in. If it's on a platform other than Apple Podcasts, I probably won't see it. So email a screenshot to eric at patriotsportsnow.com. Patriotsportsnow.com. Go check that out. Greatest website on earth. All our blogs and so forth. Uh, podcast information, everything you need is on there. Thanks to literally Heather. We're out of here. It's time to watch some football. Chris, kick the outro music. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.